Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning, everyone. It is Ivan here, your host of the Walking with the Archetypes podcast. Welcome. Friday morning here in Oz, beautiful day. And uh, I'm here today with a guest. Welcome, Michelle. Hello, we're trying again. <laughs> so for those of you who have listened to some of these Walking with the Archetypes episodes, you know that uh, Michelle has been coming with me on some of these walks and I've been quite excited about the first opportunity to bring you on, on board for a, like a proper episode. And uh, this week I've been covering some topics related to the lover archetype. And so yesterday I wanted to do a podcast with you. And so I invited you out on a morning walk and we were walking towards the town center here. And, um, and the experience of recording that episode, some kind of quickly dissolved into a bit of a mess. And, um, I would, <laughs> we, we, we could laugh at that at, at this morning, but even last night it was still a bit. Uh, painful and I think for me I've been I've been speaking in such positive terms about how easy it is between me and Michelle this week and I actually like the opportunity of highlighting some of the difficult parts and and what we learn from that so what was your experience of our podcast recording yesterday that went south fast oh, wow um, well, for me, I think there was a just a huge confluence of factors. So I think, first of all, for people who don't know me, um, I think my background or my conditioning has been very achievement oriented, like performance oriented. And so when all of a sudden... I think I've been quite nervous each time you invite me onto a podcast to show up because I I have this idea of okay there's now an audience and mm. um and each like I have to have a point I have to appear a certain way and um there were all these conditions that that or like expectations that I needed to meet before I come on mm. and. You know, I felt like I didn't know what. So here you go coming on. And I was actually quite excited to come on yesterday. I'm like, oh, that's a let's that's fun. Let's do on. it. Yeah. Um, and then I think all of a sudden you asked me, OK, so let's talk about what you thought of the last two episodes. And then I and then I think I went into because we had been listening to them in the car together. Right. So that was the 
in the context, but but you didn't have a stronger relationship to those two episodes. No, I think the the real the reality the truth was mm. I didn't really have much to say about those two things. Right. And when you asked me about them, I thought that I needed to have an opinion. So I was searching for an opinion, and the more I searched for my opinion and spoke, the more I felt. I think the more I was judging myself on being boring and I have to, and then I had to, you know, like, wow, I'm so in my head and this is so not interesting to other people. And, and it's like, okay, I'm naming this theory, you're naming that theory. And it's just, it was just, I was, I just rolled myself into a ball of just. And then somehow along the way, you were also, I, it seems to me, resentful at me because I wasn't leading you in a way that you enjoyed. Is that fair? Yeah, you keep saying this leading me the way I enjoy. There was a sense that I hadn't set it up in a way that you could step in and, and feel ease with it. So there is that part. And then there's another part of me being frustrated with myself, not knowing how to signal to you. Right. So it is, I'm not just frustrated with you. I'm also frustrated with myself. Yeah. So for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that the style of the Walking with the Archetypes podcast is extremely conversational. It's very spontaneous and quite loose. And I don't think you knew that, that it was such a spontaneous, emergent experience to be on this podcast. And Because it felt so natural to you. So mm -hmm. I just thought that it was, um, I mean, yeah, you can say that it's a spontaneous thing, but often, you know, Like something comes with ease after you've got, you have lots of experience. I, absolutely, yeah. So I just interpret it as like, oh, great. Like he finally put the pressure off himself so he finally can be. And, <laughs> you know, and that. Well, I like that. I find that to be such a delightful part of this, this podcast that I don't need to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. But something that I feel... Um, Uh, call to go deep deeper into and um, I'm going to share openly here okay uh, um, the uh, way that the the podcast uh, recording yesterday sort of evolved was that you you became more and more uh, rigid uh, yes. more, more and more tense sure and uh, afterwards you said you felt like you had to become the man Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we were recording the podcast, like, oh, you were just wanting to talk and I had to, I had to become the man. No, now we're talking about something really oh, different. Oh, well, that was, oh, sorry, that was, that was the... On our walk last night, that, that was, was not related. Night, this podcast. was not related to the podcast at all, that comment, and you oh, okay. made it about the podcast. <laughs> Interesting. Well, well, clearly there was a lot happening yesterday. That was a little <laughs> bit of a, of a, of a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, well, all day yesterday I was very tight. I was just walking around. I was walking around with all sorts of irritation. I was really, I'm like, whoa, what's up with all this? And I normally really like spending time with you and, and, and cuddling with you. But by the time that we returned from that oh evening walk, I just like, oh, I need to break from this woman. She's going nuts. Like I give you the, I, I offer my hand to, to take your jacket after we come in. And you're like, what's your hidden agenda for this? Like, 
<laughs> you know, so this, it really brought out our stuff yesterday. And, and and let me just be clear, it's it is it's it's related to the podcast, but it's also not related to the podcast. Right. I think this is where what after my reflection yesterday was just, you know, yeah, when I noticed my, the whole day, I was the whole day I was knotted up into a ball and being all frustrated and mm-hmm. and. Like a big part of it was, was it because of the morning experience with the podcast? No, that's what no. it's partially, but it's okay. also not. Is okay. what I'm trying to tell you. Right, and and so yeah, it's it's a part of it, and then it. So, so then what I what I realized was, um. Yeah, it's just that there's there's just so there's there was a lot going on in my life and a lot of emotions that I hadn't felt into myself and um and this this came this request came and there was you know I had my own performance pressure around that um but then there was just and then and then that just I think like agitated a whole bunch of other things that I hadn't felt underneath right um, and I'm in the face of all of that, and I think it's about me because it seems to be happening in the context of, of yeah. Of, and I probably, like to a certain extent, did make it about you. I think you did. Yeah, I did. And you blamed me. So yes, I did. Yeah, thank you. Not maybe not object. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you totally blamed <laughs> out me. Loud, out loud, out loud, a little bit. And then I think, <laughs> then on top of that, I blamed you, and I'm like, shit, I blamed you. And like this, no, I like it's not really about you, but I like don't really know how to. And then so I just become even more rigid because I'm like, I it's not about you, but I haven't felt into myself. But enough. I have nowhere else to put it, right? I now. have no, I, yeah, and I haven't felt myself enough to, to, to like tell you exactly what's happening. Mm. And well, I mean, I do have a place to put it, but then. Which would be like I would just disconnect, mm. like that would be what I would be doing. I right. would be disconnecting to feel myself. Right. I made the controversial uh, statement in uh, in an episode this week. I think it was the Wednesday episode. Listen and lead. Um, that uh, women have a tendency of blaming the man for the the struggle. How do you feel about that statement? Um. Well, I mean, that's a rhetorical question. No, it's you, not a rhetorical you question. You asked this after you asked this after this. So, well, of course, okay, this yeah, was an instance of that happening. Yeah, exactly. But, but do you like? It seems to me uh, in our culture, but it also happens between you and I sometimes that this is this is a dynamic that I think it's worth noticing if it's actually driving so much of the cultural uh, conversation. Okay, I don't want to bring it to the cultural level. Right. Okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to speak it about myself and the the like the women I've noticed around me. I'm not going to bring this to the cultural level right now. Great. Um and and part of and I think this is part of my what I've been really appreciating um about at least you know my work with Perry right now. Mm-hmm. Which is that like I don't think like women and as as like feminine beings with a lot of emotions, I 
it's like this is a whole nother level of just being emotional intelligent or like emotionally aware yeah is is like how do we responsibly run all these energy all like this this these intensities of emotions and happenings mm-hmm. in our system yeah. and we have not like as women we have not been taught how to run this and how to hold this and how to like be with this ourselves responsibly and fully in order to like you know actually find the gems from from these emotions and to be able to communicate it like half the time we are feeling all these things inside we don't know what to do we're overwhelmed and it just spills all over the place mm. like this is how perry would describe it i think and or at least how i'm understanding what she's teaching and it's and i see it in myself i see it in my mom i see it in my girlfriends especially in the ones that are more emotionally sensitive um where we're feeling all kinds of things and we're we're it's, you know it's like every little move outside of us affects us internally but we have not had the practice to to be with all of this agitation and then on top of that to like to be with it and to you know as Perry would say like increase our capacity to Mm. be with this intensity so when our systems are not um uh, trained to be with all of this intensity, it overflows and spills out, and that in the form of of like outsourcing other people to deal with this for us because we can't right. handle it ourselves. Yeah. So I think that I'm normally fairly aware of when you're going down that route, though there's something that happens that I find very interesting about my the way that I can be taken out. And then by that, I mean that I, I'm not resourced anymore to deal with the situation in a, in a, in a good way. Is, so let's go to the, uh, to the walk last night where you were complaining that the way that I'm using my energy when I'm trading cryptocurrency, which I've been getting into lately, you, you feel like I'm not using the energy well. Yeah. And, and I don't feel like I was complaining. I wasn't just like, <laughs> no, I was trying to actually point out something I noticed right. that got me frustrated with right. the way, right. So I thought actually I was very leveled with the way I talked to you. I wasn't like, Neh. no, you weren't that okay, at all. Right. But I yeah. think that's where it started because in a way I gave you credit. For, yeah, there was something true about that. Yeah. There was something true about that. And then somehow that conversation moved on to various other topics and so on and so forth. And because I already felt like there was a, a, a core of truth in, in where we started the whole conversation, yeah. you you sort of ate into me more and more without me noticing it. Until, <laughs> I don't know if I noticed either. Uh, until I had <laughs> accumulated so much of your f- fear-driven drivel and uh and com- internal compression and and co- need Where to control did it go into? I don't know. well i have a very attuned uh, energy system and it's in my blessing and my curse you know i use that to very good effect in, in in my work but it's it's when it's when i initially feel like there's a point being made that i should take in that i very deliberately yeah, sort sure. of open it up totally and then all of a sudden, all kinds of other things start coming in as well without me having closed the door. Mm-mm-mm. And this is something that happened a lot yeah. with my ex, who was very emotionally right. abusive. 
And, you know, it's another story why I allowed myself to be there for a long time. Or not that long, actually. But anyway, the the thing that happened with her was that she was incredibly uh, attuned. Yeah. Very attuned. And she would, she would point out things that were actually <laughs> accurate. Yeah. But then she would insert, like, a, like a lot of her own crap at the same time. Okay. And now and now I had to walk around carrying that shit. <laughs> and when she wanted to be intimate with me or close with me or whatever, I was still carrying her fucking yeah. gunk that she had offloaded into me. And I didn't want to be close to her anymore because I was feeling disgusted by all this shit I was carrying from like her. Like how you were with me last night. That's why I couldn't be be close to you last yeah. night. You know, and I don't think all men have this way because, you know, some men are so shut down that they wouldn't even know what I'm talking about. But I'm very very open and I need to deliberately close down in order to not take it on. Yeah. I actually feel like more men are like you than they realize. Really? Yeah. Huh. I hear my brother feeling this way. Some of my good guy friends feel this way. And they're, and some of them are actually aware enough, like my brother, for example, I'm like, he's aware enough to know like this or he didn't realize this is not him but sometimes when i find him very agitated i'm like yeah hey why are you agitated he's like uh, he's like you know just being around you guys is just really annoying and i just need space myself you and your mother you yes mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm like oh yeah like he's i mean he's like absorbing all of, and of course he would be you know yeah so here's something first of all I understand your need and the need of women to have some somewhere to put the energy to to channel the emotional ride and that I think as a man I can I can serve as uh, an ally in that process to some extent but it's not your job and it's not your responsibility it's not my job to carry it no it's not I completely agree yeah and I am not asking that of you no, you're not asking me, but you're effectively doing it I am, unconsciously. Of course, and that's that's on me. Like yeah. that's not good. On but my that's part. where you have the awareness that not all women have that that is actually not a good thing that you're doing. Yeah, and it's like thank God I'm getting the training. We have never been trained. Yeah, like this, we have never been trained. Like this is what I really love when feminine set like not feminine, when Perry says that like, you know, so, like, the the feminine is a lost language. Yeah. Like part of this, the, the the feminine is like not just even like being a woman. It's like all of the intensity and messiness of the feminine is a lost language. Like our culture and not just our, I don't know our when I'm saying like I'm, you know, there's a lot of Chinese culture in me too. So when I say ours, it's yeah. like, oh, but that like the whole world, it just feels like, yeah, that, that, um, like that part of the human experience has been so shunned. Yeah. And not just shunned, but like, we don't know how to be with all of that intensity and chaos. This is, this is so important and so good. As one of the things, I'm going to try and keep this short because yeah. we're already at time. But uh, one of the things that I see a lot of talking around is this idea of feminine leadership. Yeah. And, yeah. and it seems to me, as long as the woman or the man who wants to be a feminine leader um yeah hasn't learned to be with the feminine in this way that you're talking about yeah then this idea of feminine leadership is just bullshit 
it can't happen. I think what we will end up having then is just using the idea of feminine leadership to put women in power that are actually masculine, but they just happen to be women. You know, and I, I believe, I believe this is this is where you can't have feminine leadership without having masculine leadership at the same time, because because the feminine leadership, I I feel very clearly. I just like. Like when I'm in service of your femininity, I feel more masculine. Yeah. You know, there's something that polarizes in a very positive way that mm. makes me feel proud to be me. Yeah. I love myself. I feel very dignified because some, some, yeah. somehow I'm naturally wired to do that. And as long as I'm not doing that, I feel exiled from myself on some level. Mm. And I think that as a woman, if you're in this idea of feminine leadership as a sort of a... Um, and, a polar opposite of masculine leadership in, in in the sense that oh masculine leadership is bad so now we need feminine leadership i think that's when we go where we go wrong and 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 that the the two they co-arise yeah maybe this is a different conversation yeah i think when when you start talking about feminine leader I, what i realized yesterday what that was a big aha for me was you know like i'm in this program um or i'm working with barry chase and um what i real like was a big aha for me was um i've been like i've been uh like i've been learning quote unquote the feminine way mm -hmm. rather than opening to the feminine within me so uh, do you see do you, you feel the difference I felt a di yeah. the distinction and that was exactly it, it is a visceral it is a visceral yeah it's a difference aha. between conceptually getting it and embodiment totally and so that's when when you talk about like feminine leadership when you say that word I, you know, like I used, yeah, when you say that word to me, it's like, oh, what is this external definition of how a woman should be or what feminine leadership is and all of these blah, blah, blah qualities, right? Like it, it like puts it to, so when you mentioned that, I'm like, I don't even know how to get into this conversation of feminine masculine leadership. It does like, like that conversation is not interesting to me. Uh -huh. Um. Okay. And, or like. It's really interesting to me. It, it is. And that frame. Like, I probably need to find my way to I get, that. get into that. Yeah, we don't need to Rather do it than in like the feminine leadership is this or at least right now in my exploration, I I need to do more exploration in myself yeah. to, to have that. Yeah. In a way that like feels, you know, like alive for me. Yeah. Well, I think I think what I'm getting from this is that we can go for a long time and and um, I'm enjoying this. I hope you are as well. Much better today. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been going yeah. for 22 minutes. That's, that's okay. a very long episode for this podcast. Okay. So let me just wrap this up a bit. Uh, the, um, the conversation around masculine and feminine is somehow correlated to the conversation around the warrior and the lover. Mm. I, I've for a long time tried to figure out if they're completely the same conversation or if they're only correlated. But, mm. you know, we've, we've been in this inquiry around the beingness of the lover uh, this week 
And it's very clear to me that the feminine essence is very much around the beingness of the moment. So I'm just fully immersing myself in the moment. I'm receiving, there's a receptivity and there is a, there is a present uh, or a presence that comes um, as I'm fully in connection in a, almost a devotional connection with the the emerging moment that is very much the lover and as far as I can tell is also very much the feminine and um so it seems to me like the the listen and lead principle that i talked about on wednesday is is very much also what's playing out here like for me to be able to listen into you and to, and to be sufficiently attuned to understand what's happening for you and the deeper desires and so on and so forth and to to adjust the the situation uh, from that and i think it's in a sort of a david data world uh, it's easy for that to become some kind of superman that is just perfectly attuned and perfectly creating the the right kind of directionality and it's he's always in the masculine and the woman is always in the feminine and it becomes this prestige of a of what an actual relationship is like well and i guess also there what what the the i guess that even even the feminine like what I'm saying in that listen and lead, it's not all, it's not your job fully. I, I Exactly. Yeah. That like the woman, or I don't know, the, the woman feminine, mm. that like women have responsibility to be clear. It's not just all on you to listen and dig and guess and it's easier to listen if you actually say the words yeah exactly. <laughs> instead of me having to yeah. divine everything and you right. shouldn't yeah well that's where the the feminine or the the women um, need to be more responsible i feel like okay so yeah so so i want my man to lead i want i want to be able to relax with my man but i'm i'm never saying what i want i just want him to feel it you know that i hear that narrative a lot that's why i actually feel the when you asked me how do i feel about your listen and lead it's wow i'm like there it's so open for interpretation yeah so i hope people who are listening if you're confused (laughs) i mean if you're confused ask because it's it's not as simple as listen and lead like those are simple words don't you like my concept they're um I hope your listeners like your concepts. <laughs> I think I have some good concepts. It's great, uh, you know. They they may not be perfect, but they're like ninety percent. They're simple, and then, and and it requires lots of and this, uh, explanation afterwards. And, yeah, of course. It's a headline. It's a it's, yeah, a, it's a it's a meme. Sure. <laughs> and then there's a whole ocean of unpacking under. Well. Thanks for joining me today. We went we went for a while. I guess that means that I enjoyed it at least. Good. Did, yeah. Good. It was easier today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I hope we can do We had the... to clear the system for for the engines to run a little bit. Nice. I hope we can do this again sometime. Okay, yeah. Well, thank you for joining Michelle and myself today. I um, hope that you have a great weekend. I'm uh, 
actually quite eager to get out in the woods today and go for a walk. Really, we're, we're sat now and uh, just enjoying a quiet morning. So um, maybe you will as well enjoy nature and uh, that you will enjoy some lover time this weekend inspired by some of these morning conversations. So appreciate you and I will speak to you again next week where I will be heading into the topic of power and exploring more of the warrior archetype. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.